When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. Welcome to our special holiday edition episode. I'm in Boston, Julie's in Pittsburgh. We are coming to you from our respective childhood homes. And I, we are going to get into all sorts of fun stuff in a bit. But, of course, who else would we be if we didn't? We are going to be discussing the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry engagement photos that, as luck would have it, were released this morning, the day we were prepping to record this podcast. I think she knew. We had been asking listeners for questions, comments, anything to really discuss on the special episode. And, of course, Meghan... She delivered. What does she do if she does not deliver? I feel like there's been so many times this year, Julie, that we've been like about to record a podcast and Megan like perfectly times her news break for us. I feel like she always is in sync with us. That's what I like to believe, at least. She really is. Um, So after we discuss these incredible engagement photos, we're going to get to all the questions, comments, concerns you guys sent to us. Got a lot of feedback. So thank you. So let's talk about these photos uh, that so many of you sent us, but you guys are the best. Uh, what There's three photos in total, and these are the engagement photos officially released by the palace that were sprung on us, I guess. We're now about a few weeks from the engagement announcement. We're still obviously months away from the wedding. Julie, what was your first initial... There's a lot to break down in these photos, but what was your, like, just gut take first thought when you saw them? Well, first of all, I love it you say sprung on us because I feel like we've been waiting our entire lives for these Meghan Markle formal engagement photos. But this morning, Kensington Palace, I kind of thought the photo call, that awkward walkabout in the sunken garden was as much as we were going to get. Forgot about the engagement photos. Um, so they, they tweeted and Instagrammed out two, and then did you notice, Josh, that for the third one, which was a candid, Kensington Palace said, as a way to say thank you, they have decided to share this candid photograph from the day of their portrait sitting directly with you. And I, lo- I love that they're, they're candid as like anyone else's intensely, ostentatiously staged. Like, this is the least, this is the most generous version of candid that has ever been used. Like, right, there was definitely some direction that was shouted off camera, like, look at each other, please. But still, they look incredible. I think I've only heard positive notes. Um, the photos were taken wow, at Wow, fro- <laughs> positive holiday vibes from Julie Miller. <laughs> yeah, they I were. Agree. Taken outside Frogmore House, which, what is that name, Josh? And whose house is that? And why can't they rebrand it? I saw a a royal um, reporter that I follow from the UK who I guess said 
remember how in that BBC interview they made some veiled reference to the long walks they like to go on together in their private moments or whatever? And she was like, I guess they've been walking to Frogmore House, so I guess it's like some distance from where they live. Well, the first photo is like an extreme close-up, which if you look back to Kate and William's engagement photos, I thought it was interesting because it's a similar pose. Harry's kind of embracing Meghan. She has his her face smiling up to him and her hand positioned just so, so her engagement ring is like center stage of the photo which was cute she's wearing like a, a white sweater they look deliriously happy which who wouldn't be in the arms of prince harry i'm always interested when you see like the combination because you have this first one that's sort of very magaziney that like almost looks like this glam um i don't know especially because she's wearing this sheer top which we, we definitely have to talk to more talk about more in depth but I feel like it's, a, it's intense on the way they're gazing into the camera. And then there's this kind of lovey-dovey black and white one that almost has that, as I know a few people have mentioned uh, to us, like it has a perfume ad quality to it. Right. Um, Royal Seduction by Meghan Markle. <laughs> I would wear that. It worked for well, her. I would wear it too. Um, and the kind of difference here is she's wearing this like white sweater. It's a little bit more... It's a little more casual, it's warm, it's intimate. And then the second photo, does Megan bring the drama or what? So they're outside. It looks like there are leaves on the ground. Harry's wearing a great navy suit. And Megan is wearing... Josh, how do you want to describe it? It looks like something someone would wear to, like the SAG Awards, maybe, (laughs) or, like, or, like, because it's it's formal, but it's not, you wouldn't wear this to the Oscars, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, I think you would wear it to the Oscars. To to me, it looks like a full-on Oscars gown, like, black tie. It's a sheer top, very pretty, ornate kind of beading. But if if she weren't, I think the runway model, because this is a a designer gown that's $75,000 from Ralph and Russo. I think there was a lot made, though, of how expensive the dress was. Right, but I, f- I think she was probably able to borrow it, right? Although it, it is so ostentatious to wear a $75,000 dress, especially after I was reading this morning that the Queen has been using the same fake Christmas tree at Sandringham for the past 30 years. No way. I love that. I know, but doesn't it just seem very ostentatious? Would Kate ever do such a thing as wear a $75,000 dress? No, and I think that's honestly why. So it's a Ralph and Russo gown. It goes for $75,000, as Julie just said. It's a British designer, which people made note of. Because the, the, in the sweater is Victoria Beckham, also British designer. So she's embracing British designers. Um, but... It's very unlike Kate, who's all about, you know, re-wearing things and being completely sort of low-key. And her, I mean, her style's obviously become kind of iconically famous. But, you know, this is, this, is a different, this is a different kind of vibe. It's, like, much more the Oscar red carpet glam. Right. Kate was wearing this dress that looked like a mother of the bride dress. Like, very classy, but full coverage, cream, a tasteful knee length. And then this sheer bodice. I really wonder what the queen thought when she saw the sheer bodice. Yeah. I mean... 
It's hard. Like, I think it's also funny, and I'm going to get over this at some point, but the fact that she's an actress, it's just like, I keep feeling like these look like production stills or something. Like, you, it's hard to, like, get past to me somehow that this is, like... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's tripping me up. It's like, there's like this layer of like showbiz to it or something, but maybe I just have it in my head too much that she like is a, is an actress, you know? Right. I think, I think you would be able to dissociate the two a little bit more had she been wearing a little less actressy of a dress. I think that's part of what it is. And like, especially because this and the perfume, I think the thing that people are responding to when they say that the black and white one looks like a perfume ad, I think maybe is in the same vein of what I'm talking about. Where it's like, looks a little like, not staged, but I don't know. I mean, they, they're in love. I don't know. I'm being, I'm being nitpicky. Josh, isn't that how you look when you're in love? You're in a full length ball gown clinging on to. <laughs> yes. Wait, I love, let's read some of these comments we already got on the photos. It looks like a perfume ad we read. This is from Grace, Julie's sister and dear friend of the, of all of ours. It says, at some point, Megan is going to have to let go of Harry's arm, which is true. She loves that clutch. She is clinging to that arm. The dress isn't trashy, but the price tag is. I think what she's getting at is what we just said, which is, I agree. It's just an interesting choice. I don't know. And yesterday, she also... What do you make of that? So we haven't talked yet, but yesterday, she arrived for the Queen's Christmas lunch in a semi-sheer top from the designer self-portrait, also a Kate favorite. But now she sort of has the semi-sheer there, the semi-sheer here. It's like a whole different era for the royals, huh? It really is. I don't think we've ever seen Kate wear anything sheer, right? Maybe a sheer shoulder inset or something that had been added to, like, a previously strapless gown. Most of the other comments, it seems like I'm scanning, are related to the sheerness of the dress. But people are excited about the photos, no? I think this is, like, really, I'm realizing with each new Megan item, how generally kind of insanely excited people are about all of this. Like, Harry and Megan was trending on Twitter in the U.S. Um, I think they're, like, spacing this all out pretty well. Right. I do I do think it wasn't the most PC choice to wear that gown, even if it was just lent to her, as beautiful as, as it is. You know, Kate has always been so good and savvy with wearing, like, the Zara dresses or some pants from Gap. So maybe over the holidays, you know, Kate will generously bestow that tip. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine. I'd love to see all the outtakes that they had. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Like, you know there were costume changes. Like, what was the dress that didn't make the final cut? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what went into the making of these photos? That's what I really want to see. I mean, they look amazing together. Like, my first thought when I saw the one, the glam one, was, like, damn. (laughs) Like, they just... They look like movie stars, you know? They do. It does seem like they got two different, for when she's wearing the ball gown, like they got two different, you know, sets of instructions about what they should be wearing. Yeah. I love how she always, like, manages to show the ring in, like, a kind of subtle way, you know? Oh, my gosh. She could, like, trip and fall, and she would manage to find a way to, like... Yeah. It's, like, a little bizarre. All right. Well, let's get into our questions right Julie so 
we asked on Instagram and Twitter for questions, and we were overwhelmed by your amazing responses. There's a lot of Harry Meghan, but there's some non-Harry Meghan as well. And I feel like it's a good diversity, actually. Right. Can you talk about how Meghan's apparently invited to Sandringham for Christmas, even though they are engaged and not married? Kate was not, exclamation point. This is from BKOHR722. But I think this is one of the places where people who are like old school royalites are kind of bristling a little because Kate was like, this is such a clear cut example of like something Kate wasn't able to do that Megan is doing. I know. Now that I think of this, this was definitely Kate's anonymous comment <laughs> to us. Decore. But, and that, but I read a People magazine report yesterday that said part of Meghan getting to come to Sandringham with the Queen is like a sign that the Queen is in her old age at this point, sort of relaxing a little bit on the rules and understanding that she can't be so, um, you know... She has to be a little more open-minded, maybe, about these things. The article I read said that, essentially, it was a pity invite, because <laughs> Meghan doesn't have any family in the UK, so the Queen felt a little bit bad. Oh, okay. I mean, either way, I think it's, like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, in any other family in the world, if you're engaged to someone, you spend the holidays with them. So I don't think, I guess there's something really like refreshing about the fact that they're not trying to pretend anymore that this is like completely divorced from reality and that they're still playing by these old school rules. And Josh, you covered the Queen's like traditional Wednesday before Christmas lunch, right? Is that something that Kate was invited to when she was engaged to William? Because Meghan went to that, like you said. Good point. I don't actually know. They need to step and repeat at that lunch. I love that all of the photos, as you mentioned in your write-up, are taken like paparazzi shots through the windshields of cars. The only photos you ever get at that lunch, and it's always such a weird... It's the, the like three photos that got released of Meghan and Harry in the car. Harry like is making awful sort of weird expressions. And it just so happens that he was, like, not looking at, you know, like, wasn't smiling and was, like, kind of had his eyes closed. Of course, Megan looked immaculate and perfect because she knew those six seconds were the ones I counted. <laughs> she studied that tape. She knew where the cameras were. She had a blueprint. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Next question. JLMW the Great. Uh, I'd love to know if and when you'll have fave fans of the pod call in to the show. We'd love to do that. I think we will do that. We would love to do that, but you should have seen how long it took us to even begin recording today because we're outside of the studio and we have no technical proficiency at all. So we might have JLMW the Great set up whatever kind of phone line it is. Exactly. All right. William and Harry, uh, question. This is a two-parter from, oh God, it's so hard to know how to pronounce these Instagram handles. Our Ram Kaklausland. Will Harry wear a wedding band or go without one like his brother? And two, will their wedding be more American style, as in with many adult bridesmaids, or will it be more like William and Kate's with lots of random kids? I love that they just called those kids totally random. Well, it's funny. I was looking at some photos from William and Kate's wedding, and I'd sort of forgotten that Harry arrived in this carriage with, like, eight little children. <laughs> and it was very much like, 
the one, you know, like when you're awkwardly old at Thanksgiving, but you're still at the kids' table for some reason, just because of the way the numbers work out or how you're like perceived in the family. It just reminded me of that. Um, I don't know. I think that everything I've read seems to indicate that William will definitely be the best man. Um, but that Harry wouldn't have more groomsmen other than that. And that Megan would have this Jessica Maroney, her dear friend that we've all heard as much about as we probably ever believe we could ever, uh, is probably going to be her maid of honor slash bridesmaid. But that her, she has a daughter, this Jessica, and that George and Charlotte would also be involved as well, either as sort of like, you know, in some sort of capacity. So there will definitely be, there will definitely be kids at this wedding. Poor Bogart will just be watching on television from Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I made a joke yesterday when some dog barked at me that it was Meghan Markle's dog crying for help. <laughs> but I would, I would love if they incorporated some more American wedding traditions here, although it is her second wedding, so traditionally that's usually a smaller affair, right? Unless you're like Kim Kardashian. Right. And then in terms of the wedding bands... I did some quick searching, and it seems like it's because William just doesn't isn't like a jewelry fan, and I guess some royal experts said that was just his personal preference, which is why he doesn't wear one. But Harry might. Harry wears some like beaded bracelets. Yeah, and that's a, that's true. Their whole beginning of their relationship. That's how people like caught on to that they were serious when they were wearing the matching bracelets. Right, he can get behind some beaded jewelry. Maybe Meghan will make him something more appropriate the feeling is there is nothing to suggest that prince harry will wear a ring celebrity wedding planner said well i don't know do you think megan's gonna be one of those brides who sings at her own wedding reception like holds everybody captive while she makes some grand serenade to harry i could totally see that or like some shakespeare sonnet that always is like meant a lot to her (laughs) um that she like did for an audition I know. I I would love to know if royal weddings, do they have a first dance, like a father-daughter dance? Is that just a U.S. thing, an American thing? Well, also a lot of, like, pop stars and various artists keep getting, especially British ones, have been getting asked recently if they would perform, like Ed Sheeran, uh, and, you know, like, everyone acts like, oh, I'd love to perform. Like, really interesting to see if they get some sort of famous entertainment. Ellie Goulding sang at William and Kate's wedding reception. So there's a precedent. All right, do you want to read this amazing one from Annabelle from Australia? Longtime listener, first time caller. Firstly, Merry Christmas to you both. I guess we don't have to read all of this. This is just so Josh and I feel better about ourselves. No, I, um, I, lo- I love this part. Happy holidays, I guess, in America. I love listening to your podcast this year. It has made my 2017. Thank you so much. I feel like you are my close friends. We feel like you are ours. Secondly, on to my questions. I want to know what your dreams are for our fave celebs for 2018. For example, what will Megan wear for the wedding? Who will her bridesmaids be? What will Tina Knowles' New Year's resolution be? Will Selena and Justin tie the knot? Will Reese Witherspoon be named Queen of America? Thanks for 2017. This is Annabelle from Australia. Well, let's like, I feel like we've had, since all of our other questions have been Megan focused, let's focus on the non Megan questions. So, you are getting scientific about this. <laughs> what will 
What will Tina Knowles' New Year's resolution be? I think it's also that I just wanted to hone in on Tina. (laughs) Um, Great question. I think... More jokes on Instagram. Right. I was going to say... I was at first going to say, like... I don't know. This is... I'm in, like, a sour holiday spirit or something. (laughs) Rather to say, like, Instagram less. (laughs) Because maybe Beyonce's upset about all the kind of rampant gramming. But we would only want her to Instagram more. I would think her New Year's resolution is going to be... I'd love to see her do some sort of um, TED Talk or talk show. Or, like, I feel like she has so much charisma. And she could totally have some sort of fun hosting gig or way of imparting that energy, you know? Um, I think that would be fun. I'd love to see her, like, interviewing you know, like, Cardi B or, like, Reese Witherspoon or, like, I don't know. I just feel like she'd be a fun interviewer. Oh, my gosh. She would be a great, like, lecture series. We would totally pay for tickets to that. Right, exactly. (laughs) Or it could go more the route of, like, telling us how she did it. Like, you know, you're Beyonce's mom. Like, give us everything, you know, all the knowledge we need. Do you think Justin and Selena will tie the knot? Hmm. You know, I think it's possible. I, I feel like they're both running so on the, to the beat of their own drummer at this point. And I don't know if you saw, but, like, Selena and her mom unfollowed each other on Instagram the other day. And her mom apparently is, like, in very, I don't know, just not, not pleased with the Justin-Selena reunion. So if this keeps going in the same trajectory, I could see them just running off and getting married. Book that Sugar Factory location in Vegas. <laughs> reception in the chocolate lounge what do you think i agree i think i didn't see that they unfollowed each other but i think if they do they would maybe elope go to vegas together they've been with each other so long i feel like they need to take it to the next step and do you think reese witherspoon will be named queen of america okay so i didn't know that reese witherspoon hadn't been named queen of america so we we uh, we uh, we were confused by the question i mean i feel like she's just gonna dominate everything next year between the draper james josh have you bought anything from draper james i feel like i need to try it out yeah i can't believe we haven't we should do that and expense it to the podcast <laughs> we should expense it to the podcast um let's see what else do you think they'll serve tignello Tignanello wine at the wedding. You know which wedding, or would that be too much of a reminder of the shuttered Tig? This is from Tanner Leonard. Great I question, would, Tanner. I know. I would love, love of love, if they served it. R.I.P. the Tig. I would, and you, and you know what? I would like it as a nod to her past. No, I would like it too, and I feel like we need that sort of closure. <laughs> the Tig needs that closure, but I feel like she won't. Like, she has already burned the memory of, like, pre-royal Megan. Yeah, they're like, oh, the Tig? She's like, excuse me, I don't know her. <laughs> right. Um, let's see, where did this Reese ju- juggernaut come from? She'll be ruling television next year with two huge shows. HBO plus Apple TV's Jen Aniston gig. Wow. That's from that Eric Miller. And then I think this one sort of ties into my brother's question, which was, what will be our big little lies level obsession of 2018? Which is an interesting one to contemplate as well. Um, 
I do feel like we just we just talked about Reese and the question about her being Queen of America. I think it is interesting. Reese has almost become. I hesitate to. I feel like this has a lot of baggage around it, but I feel like she's kind of the America's sweetheart right now. Like I feel like she is the sort of in that position. Wow, Julie just made a little bit of a, <laughs> a, a an expression a that I can't eye. even. I can't even. <laughs> I know I can't even really give it justice in words. She does not agree, but. I feel like she's become so uber popular in terms of her, like, social media presence. She has the lifestyle blog element to her. But then she's also starring in, like, Big Little Lies and movies and has this Jennifer Aniston show. Like, she's kind of weirdly... I don't know if I can think of another celebrity right now who's, like, mastered the social media lifestyle part of things and the, like, you know, roles on television and film part of things. It seems like she's in a good sweet spot right now. She seems on her way to some sort of, like, Oprah-adjacent empire. Yes, yes, agreed. What's your favorite vegetable? This is from Laura Soben, one. I mispronounced her name. I love this. I feel like we we should answer with no explanation either. (laughs) Right. Because I love the simplicity of the question. My favorite is, wait, wait, you go first. Carrots. That's what I was going to say. Oh We're made for God, each other. Made for each other. I love it. Okay. So we know that the royal family exchanges gifts on Christmas Eve because of the German connection. But what did Meghan buy Harry? And what does Kate buy William after so many years together from Ainsley Dobson? Great question. Really great question. I love that she is already such a royal expert that she knows they exchange gifts on Christmas Eve. I just realized that this morning. Yep. But what did Meghan buy Harry? I mean, that really is a million dollar question. I think she bought him like a nice Rolex watch. You said that with so much... Do you, do you have insider knowledge? You said that with such a good, intense confidence. Well, no, I just know that after Ryan proposed to me, he, he was, like, expecting some sort of big <laughs> return gift, like a watch, like... And I couldn't... Right. I don't know. I just feel like Megan would do... I don't know. What do you I think could, she's going to get I could him? totally, I could totally see him, her giving him a watch. I actually feel like that makes sense. But, like, engraved with some inside joke or something. Yeah, like a quote from a poem she loved. Right, or else she went totally the other side of the spectrum and she, like, sketched some African landscape from their time and together in Botswana. It, and, and, and written some sort of, like... A poem. Yeah, exactly. It always comes back to a poem with her. Um, and also a good question about what is Kate by William after so many years? That's a great question for anyone. You know, like, I feel like I constantly don't know what to buy people. I know. Do you think they have lists for each other? Or do you think she gets gag gifts? Because I read a couple of years ago she got Harry a grow-your-own-girlfriend. Oh, my God. Is that true? How did I never know that? Um, I, I, like, I feel like she's also probably bought him, like, a tie, you know, like, 40 <laughs> right. So I feel like maybe she's over it now, and she's like, William, like, we've been doing this. Let's have, me- let, let, like, let's let Megan deal with everything this year. Like, we're not going to do presents. And you know Megan's going to get them intense presents, so they almost don't need to get each other ones this year. Right. Just let Megan take it in. Um, and this leads us well into our next question, I feel. Will Kate talk to Megan? Serious question. From Connie Eats Cake. Great name. Great question. I think she will politely. Yeah, I think... I'm just dying. We still haven't gotten a photo of the two of them together. Um, right. But we clearly know they, they, went, they went to the staff Christmas party... 
the Kensington Palace staff one together. They obviously were at this luncheon the other day together. They've met a million... They, like, have been in the same place now many, many times. But I'm just, like, have no sense. It's really hard for me to picture them together chatting. I know. Will Kate talk to Megan? Yes. Will Kate enjoy talking to Megan? Uh, less clear. <laughs> less clear. But I did read somewhere that Megan and Harry are actually staying with Kate and William and the kids over the Christmas holiday. All right. How intense is Megan's gift wrapping work, do we think? How many bespoke bows does she attach to gifts for the queen, Kate, etc.? I know. You know she's been hand dyeing wrapping paper for the past four months <laughs> she has it like all strung up in the little cottage yeah and i think we also know her calligraphy is you know insane oh my gosh those cards she's been working on those cards um i think this is a great one please do a play-by-play -play. i think we can always just leave this as a question it's please do a play-by-play -play of yesterday's christmas lunch with the queen for instance what music do you think megan and harry listen to compared to kate and william while driving on their way oh, to lunch so good I'm, I'm imagining megan and harry listening to drake while kate and william with the kids in the car listening to songs from the uk nursery rhyme playlist <laughs> special request by charlotte from elizabeth knight what a good question and i love this idea of megan and harry listening to drake while kate and william have to listen to like uk nursery <laughs> rhymes i feel like that's really on point that um, is so good okay i think we should end with this last question wait I just like this question to end on. We're not going to answer it necessarily, but I'd like to know how you two met and became <laughs> such good friends. You seem like you've known each other forever from Paige Gold. Thanks, Paige. And we have known each other forever spiritually. I know. I feel like in a previous life we were brother or sister. Maybe that maybe like the like unexpected end of this whole podcast journey is we're going to figure out. We're going to do like that Our DNA and, test. Yeah, we're going to do that like 23andMe and it turns out like we actually have the same parents and we never knew it all along. Well, thank you guys so much for all these questions, and we will see you in 2018. Before we sign off, though, we have to shout out our dear producer, friend, big little lies fact checker, so much more, meteorologist, uh, Jordan Bell, uh, who this is her last episode with us. We're going to have to have her on as a guest, though. Yeah, we're, we're, she's, gonna, she's not going to be... What is it? Gone but not forgotten? Or, or so long but not goodbye? <laughs> Definitely not gone but not forgotten. Oh, God. As usual, I completely bungled my <laughs> trying to be sentimental goodbye. But we love you, Jordan. We love you. Thank you for everything you've done. Yes. All right, that does it for this week's episode, uh, special holiday edition of In the Limelight. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to, as always, keep sending us questions. Always keep giving us comments. It's really wonderful. We really love it. And we really appreciate all the support. Follow us on In the Limelight Pod on Instagram and In the Limelight on Twitter. And we look forward to talking to you guys in the new year. This episode was, as you know, produced and edited by Jordan Bell. Thanks to Andy Bowers of Panoply. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you in 2018. And until then, ready, no, Julie? No oh. bad <laughs> energy. No <laughs> 